Arara yelped when one enthusiastic pup grazed her skin. A few moments later, it happened again, and this time she screamed in pain as the pup laughed. Hey now, fur only, remember? Kirka growled and stepped forward. We're done. Cut her loose. They snipped off the bonds and left her lying in the grass. They grabbed their bags, and Kirka led them back south towards the town, howling victory. Most of her fur had been hacked off in uneven chunks, which were rapidly being blown away by the late afternoon breeze. A deep cut ran down the side of one of her arms, and Arara could feel several more lighter cuts stinging on her scalp and legs. The setting sun stabbed her eyes, and her head throbbed. She curled up in a ball, sniffing and hugging herself, trying not to start whimpering and crying like a newborn pup. She would be an adult tomorrow, and she needed to be strong. After all, it was just fur. It would grow back, and she would be gone from this place by this time tomorrow. When she'd cried herself out, she picked up what remained of her favorite vest and left what had been her favorite place. A blast of cold air greeted Prince Sells as he stepped off the Pokupod train. He shivered and pulled his thin silk robes tighter as his vine hair whipped around his face. I thought Northwind was cold. I swear it's even colder here. Sells shook his head, stamping to keep himself warm. It's summer for brightness and light. Jaren, his Jaggera guard since birth, bared his teeth and let out a bark. Don't swear. And yes, the name Northwind is a bit of a misnomer, since last home is windier and farther north. Don't worry, the wind isn't as bad once you get into the village. Sells hoped so. He couldn't understand why the Jagera race insisted on living in such inhospitable places. Sure, they had fur to keep them warm, but Sells still couldn't wrap his head around why they'd want to. Although he was curious about this strange phenomenon called snow that he'd read about so much. Once inside the waiting carriage, he escaped the worst of the wind, but the air still held a cold nip. Sells sank into the soft cushions with a sigh and covered himself with a thick blanket from underneath the seat. His cousin, Sasei, slid in across from him, followed by her sedu-bonded, Rekka, a huge midnight black Jegera. The sedu-bonding spell was one of the royal magic spells known only to a select few in the royal family. In addition to forming an empathic mental bond between a chosen Jegera and the kin prince or princess, the spell had the benefit of speeding up their reflexes, making them heal faster from injuries, and most importantly from Cell's perspective, increasing the kin's power and capacity for casting sun magics. It was Cell's secret hope that a sedu bond would solve his little problem with spellcasting, where everything else had failed. Sasei's pink petal hair seemed to glow against the dark wood of the carriage. Her tapered, green-kin ears were barely visible through the thick mass of petals framing her heart-shaped face. Sasei flashed a tight smile at him, her blue eyes sparkling under her leafy eyelashes, and primly folded her hands in her lap. Sells suppressed a wince, knowing that smile meant a lecture was coming. Even after a full moon cycle of constant travel, Sasei's clothes were immaculate. His own robes looked worse for wear, despite Jaren's diligent care. Where Sasei had a mass of petals flowing down around her face and over her shoulders, Cells had an elegant growth of vines tipped with dark purple flowers. The wind had left Cells' vines in a messy tangle, and Cells made a mental note to have Jaren braid them tomorrow morning before the hunt. Sasei wrapped the roof three times, and the carriage rocked to a start as the vines underneath lifted it up. 
Sells kept his eyes on the window, trying to get a glimpse of last home. The blue pine trees sped by, faster and faster, as the carriage picked up speed. The vine legs scurried at ground level. Good people of last home, Sells said to the window, warming up for his speech. It is an honor to, uh, witness your graduation, crap, um, your children's graduation, as they become adults and full members of your clan. You realize this is your last chance to find a said-you-bonded candidate, right? Sasei's voice startled him, and he sat back to regard her. Yes, I know. He frowned and resumed staring out the window while rolling his eyes, like he didn't know how important this was. It is an honor to... Sells, Aunt Sayuan isn't just going to laugh off your returning home with no candidates. Rekka chuffed and nodded along with Sasei.